tempo se passou e é tão bom ter você aqui. Hello everybody, it's another podcast from the Smack conference in Sydney. It's the last smack, but it just seems like there's, there's stuff flowing out of this all over the place. One of my highlights has been meeting um, various different uh, new and enthusiastic groups from other countries, and not least the Brazilians. And I think you've probably already heard the group Brazilian podcast uh, already in Portuguese, and I was, which was great fun. But I have one of the characters that came to that. It's Daniel Schubert. How are you, Daniel? I'm fine, thank you. Now, Daniel's Twitter handle is Duckshub, which is probably not pronounced right. How do you pronounce that? Yeah, the uh, duck shop. Yeah. Duck shop. So yeah. at D U C S C H U B. So, how are you going? Well, I'm fine, and uh, it's been amazing journey so far for me here at Smack. Okay, tell me a little, tell everybody a little bit about what it is. What's your day job? Where you are in your training? Where you work? And just a tiny bit about that. Okay, I, I'm actually a first year emergency medicine resident from Rio, Brazil. And I work from Monday to Friday at my residency program, where where it's held in a big private hostel. And on the weekends, I work as a doctor at one of the biggest emergency medicine departments in Rio, in the public ho- hospital that's outside the city. I mean, it's not outside the city, but it's on the outskirts of the city near the most dangerous favelas. Okay, so favelas, we're talking city of God here, guys. We're talking that we all know that there are issues in incredibly poor areas that are totally on disorganized development on the edges of Rio, and it's one of the biggest cities in the world, right? Exactly. Okay, so pretty tough out there. Yeah, it is. Okay, and why do you go out there? Well, because, I mean... I mean, is that part of your... Do you choose to go out there? Did you take the job out there, or is it part of your rotation? No, no, it's it's my job, so I choose to be there. Yeah. Because, I mean... Although it, it, people have so much need back yeah. there, and emergency medicine is not a specialty in Brazil. Yes. It is a very new specialty in Brazil, <clears throat> and we have no trained emergency physicians in Rio. So I'm actually one of the first residents from the first program in Rio that only has two years. So I, right. we don't, it's a three-year program, so we don't even have a full class yet. Right, okay. So you... You actually have nobody who's completed the program that's working with you. Exactly. So you are... By myself. You're the first lover. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I didn't and, quite appreciate that. And when, I, when I'm on the public hospital, I'm by myself. I have, I'm the one take, making all the decisions. Okay. And it's, it's, it's different. Do you know, as somebody that's a resident, I wouldn't expect you to know this, but if you do, it'd be impressive. Do you know how many people actually attend the, the emergency department of that hospital or whatever it's called? Well, I mean, it's usually 300 per day, right? I guess, 300, 350 per day. Right, and you'll be in there as a resident with no consultants? Yeah, but, or... but actually I work in the critical area, so yeah. we see it's uh, a little bit see different. fewer, but we more see, safe. Exactly, okay. yeah, sure. Right, okay, well that doesn't sound too easy. What sort of, what's the, what, so let's say the resource area, how many beds have you got in yours, in the favela? The, the what, what, what's, what's the second hospital called, the weekend hospital? The weekend hospital, hospital. it's called Getulio Vargas. Okay, cool, so you know, I, I knew I knew that place. <laughs> that was one of my favourite places in Rio. Okay, no, but I, be, I beg your pardon. Um, and it's got 300 a day, you're in the resource room, how many resource beds? Well, I like to say like the resource room is like a mum's hot. Heart. Yeah. It can always fit another bed. Okay. So we have five official spaces there. Yeah. But usually I end up with twelve You're patients. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, yeah. so we're overflowing. Exactly. Okay. And who works with you in on a, a day shift out there? Well, I have me at the. We call that the residence room. It's like the red room. Yeah. And we have on our back. It's it's an open room. We have the yellow room. That's it's an ICU yeah. with nine beds, and right. there's another doctor there. Right. So it's he helps me. He, yeah. 
and he 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 just he he's my colleague from from university. So we are at work? the same level of training mostly. Okay. And how many nursing staff would be working with you? It's a nurse and four nurse technicians. Right. So one doctor, one nurse, four nurse technicians, five resource beds, which sometimes extends to twelve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was a shift that I intubated nine patients in twelve hours. So yeah. Okay. Right. Was, and I mean, and the stuff that comes in, what sort of stuff do you see? Well, I usually see all the medical critical patients, mm-hmm. but you know, being in that area of the city, usually we s- it's not uncommon to see several gunshot wound patients per day. Per shift. Yeah, per shift. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that was this particular shift that uh, I was called to the trauma room because in Rio who sees trauma are the surgeons. Uh-huh. So I was called to the trauma room because the surgeons were all on the OR. Yeah. And like, we had like overflowing gunshot wounds. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Okay, that doesn't sound like fun. All right. Now, you have been here. Um, you know, I mean, what's, what's been your role at SMAC this year? Tell us about it. Well, this is my first SMAC as a, I like to say, as a simple delegate. Yeah. Because the last two SMACs that I attended, I was part of the junior team. So. Yes. But not just a simple delegate. I mean, you're, yeah. you're practically part of a delegation, aren't exactly. you? Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's something that I'm really proud of. Because when we started back in Dublin, it was just me. As a Brazilian, we started to put this Mac and map of Brazil, me and Flavia. Flavia was yep, speaking. speaking. Yeah. And so Flavia is an intensivist primarily, isn't she? And yeah. She, and she's now intensivist and researcher. Yeah, yeah. And she's yeah, a research hero, basically. Exactly. And, and we were there, and uh, I talked to her, and we, we de- developed this kind of friendship, and I came back home and started to share every, every, with everyone about Mac and how amazing that was. And in Berlin, I had like two other colleagues from Brazil and Flavia, so we are four. Yeah. And now I'm so happy to have eight of my yeah. colleagues here. So I feel like I have accomplished my mission. Well, you so. have. And the other thing is that I discovered, uh, we, this was to- we talked about this the other night and after the Portuguese podcast, which is one of my favorite podcasts ever, which I didn't understand any of it, but um, was you guys have your own format. You have a very conspicuous way of doing format. In fact, you're the best in the world, I would suggest, that I'm aware of at using Instagram for format. Yeah. So it's a huge thing there. I didn't realize. I mean, Instagram is huge in Brazil, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, we all use Instagram. Everybody, and you use it for everything, messaging, and uh, and it's not just pictures. You guys put up videos and these my story things, and you can essentially edit them as you go along. I mean, it, does everybody, and everybody does it directly from their phone. There's no going home and getting Yeah, yeah, computer. yeah. It's, it's all by your phone. Yeah. It's, in, it's remarkable. And now, can you tell me a couple of the names of your favorite, maybe ones that you've made yourself, but your favorite Instagram-based resources? Because I think that... People that are listening to this, you really should check out what these guys are doing. You absolutely have to check this out because we will probably need in the entire phone mail world to, to copy you because the new generation coming through here is using Instagram like you guys already are. And my inspiration is Manrique, you met yeah. from Costa yeah. Rica because he uses Instagram better than we. Ah, okay, Brazil. yes. So, so my personal inspiration is him yeah. because he uses Instagram at their stories to teach us, to teach and he has questions and he, he discusses the answers yeah. with the, the, the students and we, we have this personal one-on-one interaction that Instagram allows you to, to Absolutely. have. Absolutely, but the other thing that people need to know is like, this is huge. I mean, um, these guys are putting out polls this is in Brazil. I'm not sure. About yeah, 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 yeah. But in, in, they're putting up polls and they're getting a thousand answers, like you know, more two thousand people responding into a poll that's in a freshly posted my story item on their Instagram feed. It's bonkers, right? So I don't know many FOMED resources around the world that have that kind of interaction. Yeah. At all, not even close. And right? Instagram is a perfect tool for that. But, and, and, and I think a lot of us have looked at it and just think, oh, it's a photograph. And I mean, all I've ever used it for is photographs. And I know the other people that use it, like so St. Emlyn's use it, and they just more or less advertise a post. And say, here's a post. Go to the yeah, uh, yeah. Go to the blog, yeah. yeah. Which is not quite it. So, 
so let's get this right um, I, I'll put a link down below for the Twitter handle for Manrique and I'll try and find his Instagram feed and make sure it's down there but do you know it? do you know his tw- his um, Instagram title? yeah but it's it's his last name I, I can yeah. I know because that's what happens with Instagram isn't it because you just um, you know it because you're yeah, following it's, 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 it's yeah. there right. okay so yeah. down the bottom of this one um, actually Daniel help me with this can you send me your three favorite Brazilian and any other international uh, Instagram thing that's really good okay and with that, check them out guys and you I will pull up your Instagram put these guys in and have a look at how they're doing it because I reckon we're all going to have to do it this way in the not too distant future yeah you guys are teaching us yeah sure so, and I want- so I would suggest that your journey in foam has gone quite far already yeah I mean I feel like when we started that Disney's Mac I mean I pushed for a first blog in Portuguese and yeah. that almost what got me in Smack at the first place. Yeah, yeah. So I started that and we were recording podcasts and trying to figure ourselves and trying to do fun things with, with the movie teams and we were doing pretty well and now it's exploding so I'm really happy. And I, I want to share with you that somehow Smack saved me ah. because uh, when after the Olympic Games in Rio mostly... Yeah. The city got into a big crisis, right. especially in the public sector, public part. I did lack, lack of money. Yeah, yeah. I spent too much money. Yeah, exactly. And I was at the public university, so right. my university almost closed. So I almost couldn't graduate. Yeah. yeah. That sucks. Exactly. And meeting you guys and sharing this kind of experiences, it, it was a way for me to decompress and, yeah. and, and feel like there's, there's something else in the world. I mean, it, it's not only that. So, yeah. so you can see how dire the situation was when I was an intern, because in Brazil it's six years of medical school, the yeah. last two years you were an intern. So yeah. in my last years of medical school, uh, I had to do almost everything. I had to put in lines and set up non-invasive yeah. ventilation and yeah. dilute drugs because... It was like a resource for environment. Brazil it, shouldn't be a resource Exactly, and that for was a teaching hospital. Yeah. And I look at full and I see that as an opportunity for us to learn. Yeah. Because my professors were quitting because they were three months without payment. Yeah. And, and, and that was a dire situation right now. Hopefully everything is getting better. But I just want to thank Smack for that. Yeah. Because it allowed me to remain on course and, and do not... Uh, do not... Despair. D- despair, yeah. exactly. That was the word. And I got support from people from all over the world and I shared that yeah. story with them. And right. Yeah. So you literally, that's really a really difficult moment to find yourself in the middle of such a crisis because you, you've no very little control over it. Yeah. You know, I mean, if the, the public hospital or the teaching hospital is about to literally close. Yeah, we, we had like a single nurse for nine critical patients in ICU in, in a night shift. In a teaching hospital. In a teaching that's hospital. Ridiculous. In a public system where yeah. the only the critical, critical, critical patients go to the ICU yeah, yeah, because yeah. No, the I, others we, we, we try to manage I imagine that, yeah, you go to ICU, yeah. you get pretty bloody bad. Exactly. And, and people die because of that. Yeah. And it was really bad times and, and when I, I saw Smack and, and I met people from all over the world like they, they could save me because mm. I, I could share with them those kinds of experience they would learn and they would oh, carry on carry on they share it's, listen it's, yeah they sometimes share. you just listen. need someone to understand exactly yeah. and, and they, they actually respected you for, for working in such a crazy environment and, and it's, it's kind of different because you feel like you can help somebody understand something better and they help you understand yourself better yeah and this kind of a personal growth that I'm really thankful for, Mike, for allowing me to, to have. And, I, and I'm starting a new part of my life. Now I finished my yeah. medical school and Mac is actually finishing. So it feels an integral part of me. 
Well, the thing is, the smack is finishing, but smack is in many ways just the party uh, associated with the greater foam exactly. picture, right? And it was really part of all that. And so people often talk about a smack movement, but it's, it's not actually a movement. The other thing you could potentially call a movement, but hopefully it's even bigger than that. Yeah. It's people uh, reaching out and being kind and understanding that uh, walking in other people's shoes, there's loads of phrases, there's loads of sort of throwaway aphorisms you can make about this, which you know don't mean, but it, there is a thing about feeling you're not completely on your own, and especially when you actually are almost yeah. completely on your own. Exactly. Daniel, thank you for coming along. I'm touched, thank and you. I, you know, I'm a tiny part of all this, but I'm, the serious players, I'm hopefully will listen to that, have a little more feeling on the inside. I'm gonna finish this podcast and give this man a hug. Thank you Thank for you guys, on. thank you so much for having me. Okay, here comes the hug. All you pretty things Meu amor por ela é forte E como ele não tem E se outros têm Pode ter certeza que o meu é superior